This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. My name is Rich Bradbury. Of course, this is Open for Business. Let's have a uh, talk about revolution, or most particularly the Industrial Revolution. The fourth Industrial Revolution. It's been a topic of conversation we talk about quite a lot. And uh, a lot of people would question whether or not Malaysia is ready for Industrial Revolution 4.0. And, you know, there's no real correct answer to this. Although the manufacturing sector has led our nation's economy with digitalized logistics and warehousing technology, the growth progress of IR 4.0 within our industries has been a little bit stagnant. Sustainable, yes, but the sector is hardly progressing in comparison to some of our regional peers like Singapore or Japan, for instance. Uh, so, what I'd like to speak to and who I'd like to speak to is Gan Sun Kiat, the, uh, or known as SK. He's the founder and managing director of the warehouse automation company Wood Trees. And he's of the opinion that manufacturers lack the know-how to utilize logistics tech. SK, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, Richard. Hi, everyone. How are you this afternoon? I'm, I'm great. Good. Now, first things first, SK, um, before we, we get into like, the, the kind of nuts and bolts, how mm-hmm. did you uh, start Wood Trees and what brought you to this industry in, in particular? Okay, basically, I was in this industry uh, since... Uh, 2005. One okay. uh, means uh, after my graduations, uh, even before my graduations, I was uh, performed my internship in a European company that, uh, uh, I mean, they are, they are doing these automations. But the time in Malaysia is very rare and niche. And so most of my time is, uh, I was in uh, Europe and Mm-hmm. Even China, okay, and Thailand, right? Okay. So after 13, 14 years serving in that company, I decided to come out and uh, have my own uh, company and try to build uh, a base in Malaysia. Mm-hmm. Because what we're trying to do is we want to uh, increase the automations level. Uh, of the warehouses or the distribution center in Malaysia. How has the, or how much awareness do you think there has been uh, for warehouse automation here in Malaysia uh, pre-COVID? Has, and do you think that's changed? Okay. Uh, of course, uh, the awareness of uh, warehouse automations uh, in Malaysia have changed a lot uh, compared before and after the pandemic. So from the pandemic situation that happened, I learned a lesson in dealing a new things more carefully, including learning to bring the logistics industry to adapt the new norm okay. in order to develop the business to be up to date. Mm-mm. So inclu- including the leads or the inquiries uh, I got um, compared to b- before the pandemic and after the pandemic mm. is totally different. Before the pandemic, uh, we need we need to uh, guide and we need to convey 
the, the message to the end users. But after the pandemic, we found that most of the inquiries that we get from the markets, they know what they want compared right, right. with before the pandemic. Right. So a very significant uh, difference between this before and after the pandemic. So would you say that before the pandemic, you were kind of chasing clients and after the pandemic, they were kind of chasing you? Right, right, right. Is that correct? Correct. Right. Very interesting. Uh, how far behind, though, do, do you think, uh, in, in terms of tech and in, and in terms of software implementation um, in logistics and warehousing in Malaysia, how far behind were we, do you think? Or, or in some cases, are we? Compared to, you know, um, I don't know, Europe or, 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 or Japan even? Okay. Um, okay. If we compare the automations level, uh, where we mm. can, we're talking about the, Okay, in Malaysia, the mindset of the of the business uh, owner is like only the big uh, company or huge yeah. company. They are only uh, able to have this kind of automations. But uh-huh. in fact, in Europe or even in Singapore, we yeah. can find a lot of uh, SME or small medium enterprise uh, business. They start to have their automations, uh, storage yeah. uh, in the business. At the very so, beginning. Yeah, so this is the, the, the difference. And I, I believe this is a gap between us and others. Okay. Well, let's talk about that gap in just a moment then. But when we talk about automation within warehousing uh, and automation in general, there's this uh, general belief by some people that automation means robots, Robots means lack of jobs uh, and, you know, robots taking over uh, people's jobs. You know, it, it becomes a man versus machine kind of argument. What do you say to that? Okay. Uh, in, in other words, they, are, they, they feel like the jobs is replaced by the automations, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. First of all, um, we need to fully understand that automation is a human-made tools. okay? Therefore, this is something that human control and are su- uh, supervised to. Mm-hmm. Although in the previous question, uh, in, previously we are talking about automations and manual labor. So I want to see the human and automation as things that work together. Okay. Mm. For me, the fear of automation is very much a barrier to a new things and opportunity to the, the labor. Okay. Yeah. In fact, I was in this industry for I would say sixteen or sixteen or seventeen years. When someone come to tell me that come to ask me, can I just cut my labor by replace the automations? Mm. The answer is no. Okay. You, you won't. You won't. Okay. For example, today I have hundred of workers. Yeah. Okay, some of the job can be can be replaced by the robots. Okay, but at, at least in this uh, until now, uh, seventeen down the road, seventeen years down the road, I never see the so-called labor cut in that particular warehouse because right. most of the labor can be converted to other higher productivity positions. Yeah. Right, so this is what we want to see 
in future. We are not cutting the labor, but we are just increase the the, the productions by convert all those labors to others' uh, position or role. Got it. Got it. Okay, SK, let's take a short break here. Sure. I'm on the phone with Gan Sun Kiat, SK. He's the founder and managing director of the warehouse automation company Wood Trees. They specialize in transforming traditional production plants and warehouses to fully or semi-automated entities. And they've had experience working with a whole bunch of industries, whether it's pharmaceutical, food and beverages, distribution, you name it, they've helped out. We're going to take a short break here on Open for Business here on BFM 89.9. Benchmark for Managers, BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. My name is Rich Bradbury. Welcome back to Open for Business this morning. I'm on the phone with SK. He's the founder and managing director of the warehouse automation company, Wood Trees. Spoken a little bit about how it got started. I want to kind of rewind a little bit, um, SK. Um, and we, we've spoken a little bit about man versus machine and you know how for a lot of people that's, that's just nonsense. Uh, but you said um, you identified existing gaps in traditional warehousing systems. Um, When you did identify these gaps, what were you looking for? What did you find? And how did you create a product that fills these gaps? So um, we, once we have the gaps, what what we're trying to do uh, to the market is we're trying to integrate um, the the most suitable uh, Inter, uh, technology yeah. to that particular uh, warehouse or even a distribution center. Okay. Okay. So, <clears throat> so the technologies that we are talking about is not, okay, I would say every warehouse or every DC, they have their own, uh, the, the, the solutions that fit them. We yeah. won't have the solutions that fit everybody. Okay. okay. So, for example, when we're talking about uh, e-commerce company, okay, mm. we deal with a lot of e-commerce company. Um, <clears throat> e-commerce company, what they, what what are the solutions that always help them to increase their their performance or even uh, efficiency? First, sortation system. Yeah. Okay. To sort something like twenty five thousand items per hour. Yeah. Okay. And then the another things that we are trying to push, uh, we are trying to introduce to the market, especially in the Southeast Asia, we call it a matrix uh, storage. Okay. Okay, it's still quite uh, new in, in Southeast Asia, especially in Malaysia and Thailand. Of course, Thailand is our, our the, the market that we are trying to go in next year by bringing in these uh, matrix uh, storage solutions. I so see. these kind of solutions are suitable to use for e-commerce. Yeah. Of course, of course, when we're talking about, for example, retail or others like pharmaceutical, uh, F&B, okay, the conventional automations like mm-hmm. stacker crane, uh, stacker crane solutions, 
conveyors, uh, all this is for me is a is is conventional tradition, uh, conventional automations. Right. Right. <coughs> so the so this is what we are doing right now. Okay. Now, um, when people talk about automation, obviously there's a few things that's involved. There's the kind of technical, physical aspect of it. You know, the whether or not you're bringing in robots or uh, machinery or whatever. And of course, then there's the software to help control stuff like inventory and to control things like the machines that have have been put in there. Um, And obviously, this is not a one size fits all. You can't use a template for for one company compared to another. How long does it take when you go to, to visit somebody or, you know, a company that is looking into automation? How long is the process from kind of sitting down and having that initial conversation to 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 going automated how long does that normally take okay it depends on the on on the business yeah okay uh, i would say for those uh, smaller scale it would be maybe 1 to 2 months okay okay higher uh, scale of the automations it might go to maybe uh, 6 months it right. really depends on the, the the requirements and the needs Mm-mm. of the business. And what about those companies that come to you and they they say, "Look, SK, you know, we're we're interested in doing this, but we're already doing okay right now. Um, our costs are fairly low. Our overheads are fairly low. Um, how are we going to benefit by automating? What do you say to those kind of clients?" Okay. <clears throat> um, okay. For yeah, of course we we met this this kind of uh, end users before. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the first answer, uh, of course, automations helps the business to operate uh, efficiently. Okay. Mm-hmm. I won't deny hiring people can also help your business. Right. This automated dependency is no time constraint. This is the first point. Okay. Right. Yeah. If we are to hire the person, they can't work for 24 hours. Of course, I need to hire for f- more person. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but for automations, there's no any time limits. Mm-hmm. There's no limitation. You can work for 24 hours. Mm. Okay. Uh, secondly, when human is, uh, when, when there is a human, there will be a mistake. For sure. So, Right, we we would be. I mean, I, I believe no one will deny this. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. when we come to a mistake or the accuracy of the storage, mm-hmm. because a, a warehouse or even the DC, we always talking about the accuracy. Mm-hmm. The higher accuracy, the lower the cost. Okay, so yeah. when the accuracy, we for automations when we're talking about 97, 98 percent, compared with uh, a, a full of humans uh, warehouse, maybe we are talking about 80 mm. or even lesser. Mm. Oh. Okay, so these are very important uh, points. Mm. Mm. Right. Now, I've got a couple more questions for you just before I let you go. Um, in terms of opportunities for businesses in Malaysia to, to employ warehousing automation, um, how much opportunity is there out there? You know, how many warehouses are we looking at where, where automation could be implemented 
and, and help with things like efficiency and all of the things that you just mentioned before? Is it, is it like a, a, an open market? Is there lots of them? Oh, okay. I, I would say every sector of the industry actually represents a very significant opportunity to maximize the use of wealth automation. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> uh, the automated warehouse system is like a, a helper to drive the business to run smoothly. Okay. Yeah. When we yeah. come to an opportunity that it is an opportunity to develop Malaysia economy yeah. in all sectors to higher level and be able to compete internationally or globally. Okay. In fact, what Mutri's uh, mission is, we are trying to employ uh, as much as uh, SME uh, business to automate their warehouse. I see. In near yeah. future, this is what we are yeah. trying to do, and these yeah. are our plans. So that's your specific goal: is to get the SMEs on board with this. Right. 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 Why? Why SMEs, and why not? You know, uh, multinationals. Is that because most multinationals have already got some form of automation? Oh, no. Okay, firstly, uh, why SME? Uh, mm. Okay, because after we doing some research and survey, we found that not only the big player or even the big companies, they, are, they, they need the automations. Yeah. Not only them. Okay, in fact, some most of the SME, they need this. But why mm-hmm. we seldom uh, see the SME's company uh, try to implement the automations in their warehouse. Yeah. Okay. It's just because of the ROI. It's not right. justifiable. They yeah. can't justify yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. It's where, I mean, it's very straightforward, right? So this is what Utrecht want to do. We are trying to uh, uh, automate, uh, trying to implement this kind of automations to the SMEs, which they are able to justify the ROI, maybe we are talking about three to five years compared right. with eight to 10 years. Yeah. Okay. So this, this is the first point, first that we are trying to do uh, right now. <clears throat> That's why we are keep uh, introduce those, we call it, I will call it a new technology mm-hmm. compared with the conventional automations. Okay. So this is what we are trying to to introduce to the market include the, the system that I mentioned just now, the metric storage. Mm, mm. Right. So this one is very suitable for the SME. Of course, uh, secondly, uh, in, in, the, in the past, the, the needs of the area for automation is huge. We are mm. talking about maybe um, half an acre or even one to two acre or even more. All these uh, land, all these area. They, I mean, uh, most of the SME they don't have this kind of uh, this kind of space. Yeah. Right. So that's why what we are trying to introduce now, the new one, the new technology, is not required. This kind of huge land, huge mm-hmm. land. Brilliant, uh, folks. If you. Just joining us at the end of the show, I've been on the phone with SK Gansun Kiat. He's the founder and managing director of the warehouse automation company, Woodtrees. We've had a bit of a chat about uh, talking about it's man and machine rather than man versus machine, uh, speaking about opportunities for business in Malaysia to employ warehousing automation and how important technological adoption is within warehouses. 
If you missed any part of the show, don't forget you can download the podcast. It's available on our app, which is available from the Apple App Store or Google Play. And of course, if you want to find out more about Wood Trees and their warehousing solutions, head over to their website. It is woodtrees.my. My name is Rich Bradbury for Open for Business here on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.